This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. So I thought we would just pick up where we left off last episode. And by that, I mean pick up where we always pick up, which is right now, in this moment. Uh, but more specifically, last episode I was speaking about how when people try to apply a lot of Neville's advice, especially his advice pertaining to manifesting a specific thing, especially a big specific thing, like, you know, uh, specifically attracting a certain person or manifesting a large amount of money or dramatically improving your health quickly, something big and specific, which Neville talks about a lot. I was saying that when people try to do that these days, using his techniques, some of the techniques that he recommends for a specific big manifestation, I was saying that usually people fail. And Neville talks a lot about failure and how about if if something doesn't feel natural to you? If it doesn't feel natural to you, it's very unlikely that it's going to manifest. And I want to touch upon and expand upon this conversation a little bit because Neville, thankfully, is becoming more popular, I think, than he was 10 or 15 years ago. And there's a lot of his teachings now on YouTube that are being discussed which is great because, you know, a lot of his work wasn't really even examined, I feel like, for quite a while. And a uh, big shout out to Mitch Horowitz for, you know, really kind of leading the way, bringing a lot of his work, you know, back into the public eye, at least a little bit. But we're now at a place where his, um, Neville's work is, is more popular probably than it's been in quite a while. And we also see kind of this dumbing down of what he's saying, which is not a surprise because if you're reaching, you know, more and more people, you know, it's pretty easy for a teaching to get distorted and simplified to a, you know, too much, basically. I mean, I like simplifying teachings, but you can simplify something far too much and make it simplistic uh, and ineffective. And that's what we've seen with a lot of this advice about, how to manifest big things quickly just by acting as if, you know, and falling asleep in the state. That's not just all that Neville's talking about, I guess. That's what I want to bring up. Neville's really speaking about, you know, all of these deep principles of spiritual manifestation. And his particular approach often was to teach people how to manifest almost startling things relatively quickly by assuming the state of the wish fulfilled. But the scope of his teaching goes well beyond just that. You know, that's why he's so fascinating. And again, the approach that I take to his material, why I've always been so interested in his work is because there's such a, a wonderful scope to what he says about the imagination and how we can practically interpret the Bible and how these psychological interpretations can really be implemented into our lives as practical tips and tools to assume a better life. And that if you assume certain things and invest in the moment with a assumption of 
glory, an assumption of fulfillment, as opposed to an assumption of doubt and worry and fear, if you assume the best and invest in that assumption, then you're going to see results. But there's a lot more there than just specific instructions about how to manifest something quickly. And I have nothing against trying to do that. I just want people to know that there's a reason that they're failing. And that's because it's difficult to do for most people. A wonderful profile of Neville, one of the few profiles of Neville that exists, is from Israel Regardi's The Romance of Metaphysics, where he's talking about Neville's approach and how dramatic and theatrical it is. And Regardi, who, you know, knew a lot about metaphysics, was saying that Neville's approach tends to work best for people who are very dramatic. And this makes a lot of sense when you just think about it and analyze it. So I know that for some of you, this is uh, stuff you already know. I think it's good to be reminded of it because what we're talking about right now is kind of like a sober approach to a lot of the things that Neville's saying as opposed to this, oh, you know, just do this and you'll manifest whatever you want in three months or two weeks or whatever. Again, obviously that can happen. Neville talks about that all the time. You know, if you assume the state, things can manifest for you extremely quickly. But it's probably not going to happen. You know, and in my opinion, if you want to manifest something specific relatively quickly, you're probably much better off following the advice of somebody like Joseph Murphy, uh, who gives, especially in the power of your subconscious mind, which we've already talked about, and I'm sure we'll talk about a lot more, the power of your subconscious mind, he discusses all these different ways to manifest specific things relatively quickly. He gives all these different approaches. And a lot of those approaches are a lot less theatrical and dramatic than Neville's, but they're just as effective, if not more so. And, you know, plain Jane affirmations, writing down an affirmation and then saying it repetitively every day, very standard affirmations. For a lot of people, that's going to be more effective if they can, you know, get behind the feeling of the statement of the affirmation. It's going to be easier for them to manifest a specific thing quickly doing that than by doing one of these falling asleep in the state every night type of meditations. The point is you just have to do what works well for you. If you're manifesting something or attempting to manifest something quickly, that's specific and big. And unless you're in a situation where like you really do have a health issue or a loved one really has a health issue or you truly need a certain amount of money by a certain date that's coming up very quickly, or, you know, it's like a, some kind of life or death situation or something like that. Most of the time trying to manifest something specific that's big is perhaps not the, you know, the wisest route to go unless you like doing it and feel good while you're doing it. Let me repeat that. Unless you feel good while you're doing it. If you feel good while you're doing these Neville type of exercises, then by all means, keep on doing them. It's just what I found is that most people get stressed out trying to replicate the state and assume the state of the wish fulfilled day after day. It stresses them out. And that's not really what Neville's talking about. He's talking about so much more than just that. If you assume it, if it's done, there's no stress because it's done. And that's deep. That point is more along the lines of what Neville is touching upon. And that circles back to, 
you know, what we were discussing with H. Emily Cady. H. Emily Cady, as I said, is just one of the great spiritual manifesting teachers, completely on the same level as Neville. You know, one of the great American law of attraction or spiritual teachers, period. And she talks about affirmations and denials and how you can focus on manifesting specific things, but it's always about coming back to God. So if you like Neville, check out H. Emily Cady. And then, you know, a lot of you I know know Emmett Fox. I believe Emmett Fox had at least some contact with H. Emily Cady. I'm sure that he was inspired by her. But a lot of Emmett Fox's best teachings are just going to this place. You know, for instance, perhaps his his most famous teaching, the Golden Key. This is basically what H. Emily Cady is always talking about is the golden key, which, you know, Fox writes, as for the actual method of working, like all fundamental things, it is simplicity itself. All that you have to do is this. Stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about God instead. This is the complete rule, and if only you will do this, the trouble, whatever it is, will presently disappear. It makes no difference what kind of trouble it is. It may be a big thing or a little thing, it may be concerned with health, finance, a lawsuit, a quarrel, an accident, or anything else conceivable. But whatever it is, just stop thinking about it and think of God instead. That is all you have to do. That's the golden key of Emmett Fox. That's really the essence of a lot of new thought, law of attraction teachings boiled down to like a sentence or a paragraph. Again, the big, the big sentence, right? This is like most of the law of attraction right here, most methods. Stop thinking about the difficulty whatever it is, and think about God instead. I mean, that's it. That is powerful. Like, incredibly powerful. Stop thinking about the difficulty. Stop thinking and think about God instead. Or as I like to say, don't think. Just stop thinking. And if you stop thinking, if all that overthinking just stops, God's here. When the overthinking goes, when the fear goes, when all that blah, blah, blah bullshit goes, God's right here. Something else that Fox wrote, again, incredibly refined in what he's uh, teaching here. This is from What is Scientific Prayer, which again is just a short, short essay. In What is Scientific Prayer, he writes, If only you can rise high enough in thought, the problem will then solve itself. This is really the only problem you have to raise in consciousness. To raise in consciousness. In other words, when we say to raise in consciousness, that's another way of just saying drop the thinking and think of God or just be in this moment right now. Recognize the goodness of this moment. This goodness in this moment, the goodness of this moment is God. Again, Fox wrote, if only you can rise high enough in thought, the problem will then solve itself. This is really the only problem you have to raise in consciousness. So rising in consciousness, dropping thought, not thinking, falling into God, recognizing God. These are all the terms that we're talking about in this direct approach to manifesting. And most of what Neville is saying, I would argue, even though he does give many examples about manifesting a specific state, he's really talking about 
utilizing your imagination and recognizing that you are God. When Fox says, think on God instead of your problems, it's Neville saying that your imagination is God. It's H. Emily Cady saying that God is your Savior right now. Focus on God and your problems are solved. So this is deep manifesting approaches and advice. And when I say we're exploring the law of attraction, one reason I was so excited to do this show is because this is the kind of stuff we can explore in this form easily. You know, we can bounce these different ideas off of the wall and see how they all correlate with each other. And there's so many similarities and nuances and ways of looking at this stuff that we can all meld together and then utilize in the way that's best for us. And we only have to take one certain thing or one certain fusion of these ideas that we explore and utilize it in order for it to be something totally new and powerful for us. And again, it always comes back to right now, this very moment. Don't think on your problem. Think on this moment which is God.